Well, good morning, everybody. Happy weekend. Haley. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da, da. <laughs> Haley, I'm <back>. here. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing so much better. Oh, that is so good. Haley has been gone for... Like a, basically a month. Basically a month. Yeah, it's been like one thing after another. I think uh, I started the end. The end of October is when it started. I had yeah. a really bad cold, sick for like two weeks, and then finally got over that. Wallace gets hand, foot, and mouth from daycare. Not to be confused with hoof and mouth. No. Those are different. <laughs> and then it just spiraled out of there. You're listening to the Repco White Home Improvement Show, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to have Haley back. Yeah. And yeah, a month of of no Haley. You, you were here for a little bit, but everybody filled in and everybody did a great job. I do But not everyone mean... suffered. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not disparaging <laughs> anybody's efforts because I was so grateful yes. to have people who are willing because Oh, absolutely. This is not just something that people do on a regular basis. Jump on. No, it's not. Sit in front of a microphone. You know, not to toot my own horn, but it's not for everyone. Yeah, and I had people who came out of the woodwork, not that they were in the woodwork like cockroaches. They were actually right out in the open. They came from where they were out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> the president of the company and Allie, our coworker, jumped in and helped me. I'm so grateful, but I am really glad to have you back. And like you kind of started to talk about in the beginning, it started with COVID. We don't know who patient zero yeah. was, if it was me or you or Allie. I'm going to blame you. Okay. You have so more did kids. Allie. Allie also blamed me. <laughs> Chances so are higher. We all came down with COVID. That was pretty miserable for a little bit. Yeah. Came back and then hoof and mouth or... Hoof and mouth is a cow disease, right? Yes. He's not a cow. Your son is not a cow. No. We've established that. So he got hand, foot, and mouth. Hand, foot, and mouth. Yeah. Because he's always putting his hands and his feet in his mouth. Well, he's a baby. So that's, that's what they true. do. Yeah. It was going around his daycare. And it's really hard to avoid getting it at that point because, I mean, that's what kids do. They just put their hands on everything and they oh, put yeah. their hands it's in their mouth. It's germ and... fest right over there, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, you can't avoid it. But so, then I get it. And you got it. And, and it, it ends up with, you said you had fevers and blisters. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I felt even oh. worse for him after experiencing it myself. But I never for a second thought as an adult I would get it. Because, mm -hmm. I mean... When you Google hand, foot, and mouth, they say it's very rare for adults to get it. Does it? it yeah. Does that? But it's also extremely contagious. So I find that that's the part I Googled because yeah. Haley told us, "I've got hand, foot, and mouth." And Allie and I were sitting in the studio working when I found that out. Yeah. And I told Allie, and both of us Googled, and both we landed on <laughs> very contagious. And I said, I don't think Haley should be back for a while mm -hmm. because I don't want to deal with that. No, it wasn't the worst thing I've experienced, but I've got a neighbor across the street with a one-year-old and she had hand, foot, and mouth with her son over the summer and she's texting me saying, this is the most torturous disease you will ever have. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Like uh, just building it up in my head. I don't think it was that bad, but it was... <laughs> well. Yeah. All I can say is we're really glad to have you back and glad to get moving again in the right direction, yes. getting new things accomplished. And this week on the show, we've got all kinds of stuff that we're going to be talking about. At the end, the biggest, most important thing is we're going to start and launch our Christmas contest. Yeah, you're so not we'll going to want to miss that. Giving away good stuff. We'll explain that at the end. We'll be talking about battery-powered lights, about ductless range hoods, all kinds of good stuff. And it's all next. We're going to cut this segment a little short, so we've got more time to dig into important stuff on the other side. So we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about ductless range hoods. That's just ahead. Stick around.
Well, Haley, now that you're back, uh, we're really back to doing what the show is usually doing, and that's solving your own personal problems <laughs> at home. And it's kind of too bad, because before you came along, the show was meant to solve my problems, problems right? <laughs> but now we're on yours. So you're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And what's the problem we're solving today? And I think it's a good one, because I think a lot of people are going to be interested with where you're going with this. Potentially. I mean, I think... A they lot better of be. Wow. <laughs> now we're making threats. <laughs> it's not a threat. It's a promise. So my situation, I'll just start with that. I've got my kitchen and we've talked about it before. You know, I painted the cabinets last year, or the year before, or something like that. And my new thing that I've been thinking about a lot is the ventilation in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Because what I've got is a galley kitchen. It's, you know, pretty wide. So I've got cabinets on one side with the windows, and then the other side is the wall with the fridge and the stove and like a little extra, you know, cupboard or something mm-hmm. over there. But not a ton on that wall. No ventilation, no windows. So you've got so... nothing over the stove. <laughs> no, there's okay. nothing over the stove. There's no windows okay. to open. So what smoke. happens when you burn something? So you, you It's a nightmare. Okay. I mean the house fills up with smoke. There's no easy way to get any of the stink, any of the smoke out of this room quickly. Okay. And it's a real problem and it drives me nuts. I mean Right. Well, ventilation in the kitchen is a big deal. I mean, well, it's it not just deal. the comfort part of things. Right, because it's not pleasant to smell things. It's also a real health concern. Well, some things are pleasant to smell. Well, sure. It yeah, is pleasant to smell roses. Yeah, if you're baking a pie or something, that's nice to smell in the whole house. But yeah. you ever burn eggs? No. <sighs> it's the worst. Imagine smell. having B.O. and burning eggs at the same time. <laughs> that's double stink, double bad. You need ventilation for that. Yeah, but Jordan it's not... burned eggs the other weekend. Did and he we have BO2? To... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had to open windows in like, the entire house, and it's winter now, so it's not anything that I want to be doing. Right. So Anyways. that's completely unpleasant, yeah. but it's also potentially harmful. To your health, and that's what we were getting to, is you know, I found out that Homes without proper ventilation in the kitchen actually have an increased amount of carbon monoxide in the air, and cooking fumes contain known carcinogens as well. So nothing that I want to be breathing in or have Wallace breathe in. Right. So you got all of that going on, and also just all of the grease and stuff like that that can... Oh, yeah. Do the hoods remove that? They can remove some of that. I know mine is caked with it. Well, yeah, exactly. So I do know I mean, it's that sucking it does up something. all of those fumes, and usually the grease is going along with it. And, yeah, I mean, I don't have that being collected either. So, you know, the wall behind the stove, it's, oh, always it's a little greasy. Fuzzy. Yeah, because the, the lint sticks to it. Now I've got a fuzzy wall. It looks it's like disgusting. a texture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this textured wallpaper? What kind of? Don't touch it. It's felted. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got all of that going on. And the, the solution really is putting in a range hood. Well, right. Exactly. So I start looking into this, right? Like, okay, yeah, that'll be maybe our Christmas present for the house. I'll get a range hood installed. Holy cow. Not not a project that I can do myself, number one. Uh, you're looking at HVAC at that point. You're venting something to the outside. Right. Ductwork's got to be installed, right. all of that, potentially electrical stuff. Right, exactly. If you don't have an outlet nearby or you're hardwiring this in, then yeah, you've got electrical that you've got to get done as well. So there, we have presented the world 
with Haley's problem. Yes. That That's the situation. Problem. Don't want to spend the money to get all of that ductwork put in. Right. You just put a new roof on. Yeah, I don't need to do we that. We don't have money for that kind of thing. <laughs> And yet you found a solution. I think the solution is really interesting. I'd never heard of it before. A ductless range hood. Look at that. A ductless range hood. Brilliant. And just a quick uh, look ahead, our next segment is going to be battery-powered lighting, which is the whole same concept. Yeah, Not having to put holes codes. in your walls. <laughs> yeah, really cheat and get the results. I can imagine how battery-powered lighting could be successful. Sure. Trying to imagine how ductless range hoods are going to work. It's a bigger jump for me. How does this whole system play out? So essentially, a ductless range hood looks the same as the standard range hood that's vented, right? They either exist under the cabinets that you've got, if you've got uppers above your stove. Sadly, Haley and I, when we were talking about this, Haley had to describe for me that when she said under the cabinets, that she was referring to the uppers. (laughs) (laughs) I sat there confused for a while thinking, why would this work if it's under my cabinets? Do I have to open the drawers and stuff when I'm using it? Then she said, Dan, upper cabinets, under those, (laughs) right above the stove. What's even better to me... (laughs) And I'm sorry to throw this out there. Uh Uh-oh. You have upper cabinets and you have a vent hood under (laughs) I know. When you said under the uppers, then I pictured my own stove and it made sense. I shouldn't have brought that up. Let's move on. So it looks just like those. It can go under those upper cabinets. Or if you don't have upper cabinets, like my situation where it's just an open wall, they've got, you know, the chimney option where you've got the hood and then the chimney stack that goes up to the ceiling. They've also got you know, custom built-in options if you really want to spend some money. But they've also even got options that are floating. So if you have an island that has the stovetop built into the top of that, they have those situations for you as well. So So anything you can imagine, they've got a version that is ductless. So it's going to look like a regular range hood. The big difference is that none of these are connected to actual ductwork. Right. So it's not sucking the air outside. Instead, what the fan is doing is pulling it into that hood but then filtering it and recycling that air back into the kitchen. Okay, how in the world is it doing that and not just spreading the stink? (laughs) So it's not just a filter like I'm picturing, like my furnace filter. It's got to be something like a charcoal. Right, so it's a charcoal filter, exactly. Okay, charcoal filter. Activated charcoal, and it's got the baffle. So in your standard vented option, that's what you're looking at, is that kind of stainless steel coil that exists, and that's collecting all the grease. Like you talked about, it's all gunked up with grease. Right. That's the baffle filter. Okay. Inside of the actual unit is the charcoal filter that's activated. That's going to clean any of that stinky air and then... Pulls the stink out, pulls the carcinogens out. Exactly. The grease goes into the baffle filter (laughs) and wonderful fresh air is pumped back into my kitchen, right? That's the idea? That is the idea. So how long do these filters last? Well, yeah. I mean, that's some of the maintenance that's involved with these. So you've got the charcoal filter and those can last about six months. So you're replacing it twice a year. Okay. I'm really good with replacing my furnace filters. Are you? No. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's another thing to remember, but okay. So I can do that. How much does that cost? Are they crazy cheap? Like they're just giving them away? (laughs) They're $40 for two. So I think it's reasonable. That's not bad. Yeah. I can swing that. Right. All right. So that's the charcoal filter. The baffle, the baffle filter. filter is just like your standard vented option. It's those stainless steel filters, and that's easily cleanable. But if you don't want to clean all the gunk off of there, you can replace those pretty easily. I think they're like $15 for a replacement. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I cleaned mine out, 
And I was amazed at what a difference it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did not enjoy cleaning it out. It didn't clean out very well. So I'm going to look into even for my ducted right. yeah. you can range. Just can I just those. replace that? I should because right now, well, let's not talk about that. It's a little fuzzy and it's early in the morning <laughs> for how fuzzy that is. Okay. So that's basically it in a nutshell. Yes. There's pros and cons. There are. What are you thinking are the pros I for mean, your situation? I mean, the pros for me is that it's a really flexible option, right? I mean, these can go anywhere. You're not limited to where there is an exterior event. And it's really affordable to install, right? This is something that I could potentially install myself if I wanted right. to. You're not running duct work. You don't need to hire an HVAC specialist. Right. About, you know, we were looking at these. The prices range anywhere from 200 to 600 right? Yeah, exactly. So you've got... a fairly big price range to choose from, you know, different quality of fan and style, I guess. But still, expense-wise to really low running all the duct work and exactly. stuff like that. And how about some cons? I can't imagine that these are as good well, right. as my regular normal range hood. <laughs> At least when that baffle filter is decreased. Is clean? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say maybe better than yours, Okay. But... So how effective are they in general? They're not as effective, but do you have anything they do to work. quantify how effective they are? I mean, I here's the thing. You know, the air is not being removed from the kitchen. It's not going outside. It's still just being filtered and recycled. So gauge the stink level of yeah. what your family produces to determine if a charcoal filter is enough to yeah. to make exactly. that air palatable. But if you're looking at this option, that means currently you probably have nothing in place. Well, exactly. So if you don't want to go the route of putting ducts in and all of that, which would give you a better end result. Sure. But it's pricier. Yes. This is a great option to kind of get you by. Right. Now, it's not going to re- remove the humidity from boiling no. water or things no, like that, which that. honestly, only in the summer is that kind of a bummer. True. Yeah. During the winter, that's a positive. <laughs> you didn't even talk about my rhyme. You just skipped right over that. In Do the it summer, again. it's a bummer. Oh, that feels really stupid after you have to say it, and then you pity laugh. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't remove that. Maybe that's a positive for you in the winter. You know, you're not shocking the cat so much. They're probably louder. I would, I would assume they got to be louder. The than reviews normal ones. suggest that these are louder, uh, but some of that also depends on the model you're getting as well. So. I mean, just like anything, I read through all of those reviews. Make sure you're getting something that's really going to work for your situation. And you also have to replace filters and stuff like that. Yes, there's maintenance. Maintenance. Not a big deal, though. No. So pros, cons, which one wins for you? I mean, I feel like the pros greatly outweigh the cons at this point. All right. So let's say you're at home, you're listening, you're thinking, hey, that's kind of interesting. Before we let you go, we've got some things you want to consider if you are thinking about going down this route. The first thing is the size of the whole unit. You know, exactly. it should be at least as wide as your stovetop. Yep. And ideally you would want it to hang over on either side just a little bit. Yeah. Most of these models are going to offer like a 24 inch, a 30 inch, and a 36 inch. Right. So measure your stovetop, see what you've got, and then try to add at least an inch or two on either side so that you know all of the air is getting sucked up into that vent hood. Right. But as you're doing that, you've got to if you're putting it under a cabinet. Yeah, then you've got to figure out what you've actually got space for. Yeah, so there's some math and some thinking involved, but our listeners are thinking people, so that shouldn't be a problem. (laughs) What about if you're installing on an open wall like you've got? 
Yeah. So what I have found out is that because I've got taller than eight foot ceilings, I've actually got to get an extension kit. And so this is a big consideration. If you do have an open wall and you're going to be getting a vent hood that's got the chimney stack that should be going up to the ceiling, you've got to measure to make sure that chimney stack is actually going to reach the top of the ceiling. For me, because I don't have standard eight foot ceilings, I've got to buy an extension kit, which does add to the cost. So something to look at. Right. And we had to have another great big conversation pre-show where Haley had to explain what exactly that chimney stack is doing. It's only there for aesthetics, right? There's no real purpose. It's just making it look like... Your regular vented. Right. Yeah. And you don't want that to stop partway up your wall because no real ones do that. <laughs> so dig into all of that. Uh, these things should be installed about 24 to 32 inches above the range. You don't want it too close or it's going to overheat. Right. Not so far that it can't suck up any air or any fumes or anything Yeah, that'd like be that. a real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's going like crazy, but everything is too far away. So all of that's got to be considered. What about lighting? Does that play into this whole thing? Yeah, there are some options that do have you know lighting. So you've got your light above your cooking top and it makes it easier to see obviously but what i like these for is a night light you know this is like a good light i'm getting a snack in the middle of the night and i don't want to turn on the big overhead light but yeah. i need to see what i'm doing sure so keep that in mind speed you're going to want to find a model with varying speeds you know, low yes. speeds are great because they're a quiet option when you have a smaller task going on. High speeds are necessary when you're doing more serious cooking or sautéing, yes. kind of stuff I do. I was going to say, yeah. It's always going to be on high. I cook <laughs> on high and I vent on high. So at least look for something with variable speeds. Material, there's a number of options. Most of them are going to come stainless steel, mm -hmm. white, white or, or black. black. Anything that's going to match your appliance is what you're looking for, unless you're trying to match it to your cabinets, and then you've got a little bit more to consider there. All right. One last thing, there are convertible options. This is a little bit confusing. Yeah, there's plenty of truly ductless options, but there are also convertible options that exist, and that's a little confusing. Right. These are standard vented hoods that can be turned into the ductless version. They just require an add-on kit that includes the filter system. Right. So make sure you know what you're buying so you don't end up with a hood that requires add-ons that you didn't budget for. Exactly. So in the like end. Like an additional $150. Yeah. Who wants that? Right. You're already doing this to save money. Exactly. <laughs> just be aware of what you're buying. Okay. At the end of all of that, what do you think? Are you going to go do this? Is this something that you're jumping into? It is something that I am currently shopping for. This is... My Christmas gift to the house this year. All right. If you do it, we're going to get a real review. Yes. And we'll get back to you with the brands and all of that. And we'll kind of give you the rundown. For right now, we let you know about the, the product out there. Something to consider if you're in Haley's situation. Head to RepcoLite.com and check out the show notes for this episode. And we'll have some brands in there and some things that you can consider and check out online. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, as I mentioned earlier in the segment, we're going to be talking about battery-powered lighting. Again, another cheat code on life. And we've got it next. Stick around. Well, Haley, we just solved one of your problems. Yes, one of you, them. You've got a lot, <laughs> but we did solve one of them. You, uh, we basically solved your kitchen problem. You don't right. have any venting no over your stove. Right. And you don't want to run ductwork because that's expensive and you're being a little tight right now with your funds. You're refusing to spend money even <laughs> on my, my, my gifts that I should be getting for Christmas. And, and so, your birthday. Yeah. So since you're not going to get those, you're certainly not going to go splurge on your home and get <laughs> you know, an HVAC specialist out there to put ductwork in. So we talked about a ductless range hood. 
Yeah, really, really good option, really flexible option, inexpensive for someone that doesn't currently have ventilation in their kitchen. Yeah, so Pretty we cool. solved that problem for Haley and for anybody out there. It's what we do. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And now let's talk about kind of a similar thing. And I got a feeling, I guess I'm not exactly sure, <laughs> I think we're solving another one of your problems with this, or at least we're addressing another problem that you've got. Am I right? It wasn't the reason that I wanted to talk about it, but potentially, yes, this would solve All right. a problem that I have. But yeah. I've just been seeing something a lot, and it's designers or DIYers installing lights that are not hardwired into the wall. Yeah. Battery-powered lighting. Right. Rechargeable lighting. Uh, it can be. A lot of them are rechargeable. But when you pitch the topic, the only thing I ever knew of Sure. In regards to this, were these little puck lights that you peel the little sticker on the back yes. and you slap them up underneath something Classic. and put a bunch of batteries in them right. and you push them and they click and they last for about 25 minutes. Yeah, they're not great. No. that So I thought, what in the world? Why, why would we, we talk about those? Go down that road. <laughs> but actually, uh, there's a whole lot of other stuff along these lines that I was completely unaware of. Literal light fixtures. Right, exactly. All kinds of things. And there's a lot of different areas where I think this could be really, really practical and really useful. So if you're unaware of the advancements that have been made with yeah. battery-powered lighting, <laughs> you're really going to want to pay attention because I think it's really cool. And I well, think yeah, you were blown potential. away with all of the options out there now. Once I got away from the idea that I was going to have to have just packs and packs and packs of AA batteries... <laughs> Oh, and yeah, constantly sure. be replacing yeah. them. I really don't mind charging things. You know, I, I mean, charge, yeah, we everything. charge everything. Right. There's yeah. a million little cords all over the house. I mean, it's a death trap. It's like a spider web. <laughs> Everybody's charging 12 things at once. So why not add and just charge a few more? <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about these lights. Yeah. Where would you use? Because I think there's, there, there's a value. There's a place where these are right. really potentially great. And there's a place where that's it's totally just not ridiculous. ready for that yet. Yeah. So let's start with under cabinet lighting. Yeah, I think that's a really good option. And I think, you know, with those, it's not, again, a puck light that we're talking about. Because I think most of us at this point are aware of what we're talking about when we say a puck light under the cabinets. But you can actually get strips mm -hmm. of lights, of LEDs, that go under the cabinet. Yeah. There, there's one that I saw. I mean, there's a ton of them. I want to talk about one in, one specifically so that we can lay out some details. And you get a picture for what we're talking sure. about. It's probably about 18 inches long, quite narrow. It's got a peel and it's got it comes with a metal strip that's got a that peel and stick install. pattern. This particular okay. one is magnetic. So you install this strip yeah. underneath your cabinets, this metal strip. And then the light itself just magnetically attaches to that. So that's super easy to remove for charging and all of that. Replacing if you needed to. Right. Super easy in that regard. Uh, a lot of these will charge. The one specifically that I'm talking about that I'll have links in the show notes to, it charges in about three hours and it will give you continuous light for up to nine. I mean, that's a decent amount of time when we're talking about something that's really supplemental at that well, point. Well, right. But I do think we need to clarify what continuous light for up to nine hours most likely means. Sure. And most likely it means it is still glowing nine hours later. Can you see it? The level if you really look glowing, at it, yeah. yes, you can see that it's glowing. <laughs> is it providing you with usable light or something you can read by, you know, or whatever? 
Probably not. It's going right. to vary as it goes. But again, they're rechargeable and you're using them. That's what we're going to get to at the very end. Where you use these is really where it's going to play out as whether it's beneficial or not. Right. These are not meant to be full on regular use lights. That's why we have electricity. Yes. And it's not ever going to be as good as a hardwired solution. But I think for someone that is just looking to get by right now, mm-hmm. it, it does the job. Ultimately. Oh, yeah. Th- this particular one and most of them will come with various color settings. So different temperatures you can yeah. set the light to. Nice. So if you want it to feel like a hospital room, <laughs> completely bright white and everybody feels uncomfortable, it'll do it. If you wanted a nice warm light, you can do that too. They're dimmable. And a lot of them are just you touch the light itself and hold your finger there and it will dim down very smoothly. To yeah, it's nice that you, you don't have to have a remote too. that that touch option. Oh, exists. but wait, we're going to have remotes <laughs> coming out of our ears because so we're going to get to that. Um, a three pack of that particular one sells for thirty five bucks. So not expensive at all. No, very easy way to get some nice light under cabinets. I think that's a great place for some of these battery-powered lights. Right. Wall sconces. I think this yeah. is where you This is you kind of kinda... the inspiration for the topic because, you know, I look at Instagram all the time trying to see what's trending, what's going on, what are people doing that I haven't seen before. Do you follow my page? Because if you want to know trending, you need to follow my page, my personal Dan page. Dan Hansen. Oh, yeah. Instagram. Everything. I don't The most think current thoughts. There they are. Do you have one? No. Nope. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> So you're seeing other people's paint. Yes, I'm looking at, you know, avid DIYers, influencers, designers to see what they're doing. And something that I've been seeing over and over and over again is people adding, you know, supplemental light into a space with sconces or, you know, over picture lighting, something that's really just to add some ambiance or a design feature to a room. And they're doing it without hardwiring the light fixture into the walls. That's what I'm seeing over and over again. And what they're doing is just either buying a wall sconce that is meant to be wireless from the very get-go, mm-hmm. or they're getting a normal light fixture and installing you know, a battery-powered lighting option. Right. And it. we'll talk about some of those battery-powered yeah. lighting options that can be used in anything in right. a little bit. These wall sconces, uh, let's specifically talk about the right. battery-powered ones. They're super easy to install. You're not running wires or anything no. like that. It just has a mounting kit. Put them on. They're going to look like... Just a normal light fixture. Yeah, like a normal light fixture. Um, comparably priced to wired sconces. Yep. A lot of them are convertible. They could be made into wired fixtures if you wanted them to. But like Haley's saying, super easy install. I like the idea. I have a couple of places in the house where I think sconces would be good. We had right. candle sconces. We never lit the candles because yeah. <laughs> you know I just can't practical. imagine adding more fire to my home and how I would, you know. There's just a lot going on. The soot. <laughs> plus, did you guys put your candles out? You know, all of that. I don't want to be asking that question all the time. But I don't really want to go the route. I don't know that I want permanent sconces. Because if you change your down. mind, yeah. I'm not really sure. I'm sure that that doesn't apply to most situations. But for me, the idea of putting something on where it's just a couple of nail holes or a couple of screw holes that could be yeah. patched later, it's not a permanent thing. I think it'd be great. Now, they're powered. Most of these um, wireless sconces when you're buying specifically that way they come with again puck lights like we talked about Mm -hmm. some of the puck lights just sit in there and these puck lights are eerily similar to the ones that we talked about in the beginning put three double a's in them hit a button and they will come with remotes at (laughs) this point they come with remotes now but most of the lights if they come with the puck lights they seem to come with that kind of a puck light there are other puck lights that you can buy 
uh, separately from the light fixture and that you can add in. And I think this is probably the way to go. These can be USB rechargeable if you want them to be. One example, again, to get very specific, I'll put links in the show notes so you can check it out. But one specific example has a magnetic base where the E26 holder snaps on. And the E26 holder basically is just the bulb's threads. Think of it that way. So that you can screw it into a standard E26 outlet. So that magnets on to this puck light. And that make, means that you can pull it out of the light without having to unthread it, to unscrew it. It just pops right off with the magnet. You can recharge it that way with the USB and get it back in. It's got multiple light temperatures. Uh, it's got a remote control, of course. It's dimmable. It's got a timer. You can get a two-pack for about 26 bucks. So about 13 bucks a, a puck. Not terrible. I think there's a lot of interest to be had with that. I'll put links in the show notes so you can check them out. How about closet lighting? I think this one's really, really brilliant. Yeah, that's really practical. If you don't have a light in your closet, that's a real hassle. That might explain why you go to work looking hideous or... Not hideous. That's wrong. Mismatched. So harsh. Yeah, I can't help the hideous. Just that's either. Hideous. <laughs> that's some of what you're just working with, and you can, you can only do what you can. But I'm talking about the clothes. If you go with mismatched stuff, maybe it's closet lighting. Bail me out, Haley. Help me. Help me keep listening. <laughs> They're motion activated. I've burned a lot of bridges. Yeah. No, you put these up. They're very inexpensive. Yes. Again, you can get these for 26, 30 bucks. Right. Cheaper. You can get multiples for that kind of a price. They're rechargeable with the USB. You can get the battery ones. Super easy to install. Motion activated. They go off 20 seconds. You can get them that will go off 20 seconds after they detect no more motion. So if you're really just standing there staring at all the clothing options and you can't choose, the light may go off. You just wave your arms and it's back on and you can see what you're choosing. (laughs) I've gone to work with things that I thought matched because I grabbed them out of a dark closet. Do you know what I've done before? What? It's really embarrassing. I put on two different shoes one time and went to work. Oh, here? No, not here. Oh, no, this I would have. Oh, man. Years ago. But I was so embarrassed because I was working in a retail setting. Sure. You know? Customers are seeing me all day long. <laughs> it's not just an office where it's the same five people. Maybe. I need somebody to help me with color out here. Uh, well, not her, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she might not have the eye for it. It was exactly that situation, though. I had a room that, you know, was next to the entry and it didn't really have a good lighting situation. So, well, you needed some of these closet lights, battery powered (laughs) lights. I think that's really smart. Yeah. Picture lights. I don't know what you'd call these. Like you see at a museum. Yeah. Like over. Over your artwork. Yeah. I could have said artwork lights. Picture lighting. I don't know what to call them. Maybe you got photos of kids you want to really show off. Right. A painting. Yeah. Print. You can get these little battery powered lights. They look like they came from a museum. I think they look kind of cool. Yeah. My house feels like a museum. I've got a lot of weird art. I would like to highlight it because I have terrible lighting in my house. I don't want to run all the wires to get everything. No, it'd be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I mean, just to light a piece of artwork, what if you change the artwork or move it somewhere? Yeah, what if I don't like it as much? What if that kid kind of burns some bridges now? Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess you can always leave the light off, but... (laughs) It's, it's That's how permanent. you know how you're doing I can family. Take, yeah, I can is take, your light on? <laughs> I can take all of the pictures off or that picture's off. I can remove their light and sand over, patch those holes and paint it, and you'll never know there was even that yeah. there. So that's what my kids got in store. Stay in line, children. <laughs> Keep your light on. All of those are options. Be aware. Very inexpensive options. A lot of cool stuff out there. And that's what I think is so cool about these is that they're really just a nice design feature. You know, the sconces, the the artwork lighting. I think it adds a lot 
to a room. It adds some character. And it's so inexpensive and it's so temporary if you want it to be. Right. One last thing that I ran into that I thought was really great, rechargeable light bulbs. I like this the best. Yeah. So I've got a particular brand, Jack and Lux Emergency Rechargeable Bulbs. You can get two of them for 22 bucks. They're regular sized LED bulbs. Now, you do have to be a little bit careful because when I was digging into this, there are certain brands that are a little bit bigger because they've got you know, the recharging like unit, taller. the battery and all of that. They're a little yeah. taller and they will kind of peek out of beyond your light fixture light or fixture. beyond the shade or something yeah. like that. And people don't like that. The ones that I'm going to link to in our show notes are just like regular light bulbs. You can get them in 5,000K temperature or 3,000K, which is going to be more like a soft white kind of right. a look. You can use them as regular LED bulbs in your fixtures. And when you're doing that, they're recharging. So right. you don't have to necessarily unplug them and, and do something different to get them charged. They'll recharge just being used in normal manners. And then when the power goes out, these things come on like emergency lights. Really, really cool. What makes them even cooler is you can remove them mm-hmm. from the from the light fixture and carry them around the house like a They're a little flashlight. flashlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of different things. Or a you little can... lantern. I've seen some that have like a little hook extension sure. that you could put on and... You just hang the little light there. Yeah. Now, they usually take about 10 to 13 hours to recharge, which can happen while you're using the light. And then when they're charged, they'll work for about six hours or so. And you'll get decent light off of them for about six hours. All of these lighting solutions that we're talking about, they're going to work really well in situations where you're rarely using the lighting. It's supplemental, right? This is just accent lighting. We're not suggesting by any means that this be like the main fixture in a space. I don't think they're suited for that at all. No, I like them for emergency lighting situations, possibly rentals, temporary situations and solutions, but really, really cool. Check it out. We've got links in the show notes and you can dig into it from there. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to give out the clue for a Christmas contest to kick that off. Yeah, you don't want to miss that. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. And we're back. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. I'm Dan Hanson. I'm Haley Johnson. And we're, we're here. Yeah, excited to talk about the Christmas contest. But before we get to that, because... <laughs> I don't think we can stretch that out for the full time that we've got. Yeah, rules are probably not going to take five minutes. And you don't want them to. You don't want them to. That's boring. Let's Part of the gift, let's just talk about the prize. Yeah. The prize this year for the contest. We'll tell you later how you can enter, and we've got a clue for you to help you. The prize this year is really cool. One person is going to win a $500 gift certificate to RepcoLite. So, redo a kitchen almost completely for free. Oh, yeah. It's a great with paint. paint budget. I mean, this is not going to get you new cabinets, but it can get your old cabinets <laughs> looking like they're new, right? right? Or you could wallpaper a room, potentially. Right. 500 bucks that you can blow at RepcoLite and get whatever you need to get done, done. But you don't just win that. You win that, but you also get to give that same gift certificate exactly. or one just like it. $500. To a friend. Repcolite to a friend. You just pick who? It can't or a be, loved one. It yeah. can be a family member. Well, it can't be a, a direct family member. No, not same you can't, household. Right. You can't give it to your kids. That's kind of <laughs> cheating and it defeats the purpose of giving. Yes. Right? So you're going to give it to somebody outside of your household and you get to choose who that is and we'll get them a $500 gift certificate. But even cooler, you get to pick a charity. So the winner's going to win the 500 bucks. Right. They're going to give gonna... $500 and give another $500 to a charity of their choice. Yeah. So all of that 
is what's going to be happening. We're going to explain more about it, how you get entered, how you can win, all the different things that we'll do to help you, the clues that we've got, all of that. It's a Christmas win, give, give yes. kind of a thing, right? You get yes. to win and then give and give. That's really fun. But who who wants to give paint for Christmas? Well, maybe that sounds unusual, but I gave my best friend, Amber, paint for her living room and her dining room last year. Mm-hmm. And she was over the moon excited to receive paint and then went to work. That's right? a little weird. I mean, she's living in a space that she doesn't love, right? Uh-huh. I mean, and that affects your mood, your feeling about your space. I mean, all of that affects, you know, right. no, it, the way you live in your home. We talk about it all the time. That That's the importance and the value of painting your spaces, making right. them feel like yours, the vibe you want. We all feel better about those things. You gave her that, and she was like crazy excited. So about excited. It. Went to work, transformed her living room, transformed her dining room, and is constantly talking about how that's the best gift that she's ever received because it transformed her home. So look at that. Haley did it. It works. People still like you after the fact. <laughs> and and with our contest, you're just giving it for free. But if you are looking for a gift. We do have gift certificates yes. that you can buy, and that might be something. It is an interesting idea. Absolutely. A lot of value behind it. All right. So that's why this whole thing isn't ridiculous. That's one reason why it's not ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about how it's going to work. Basically, every week from now through December 24, so we're going all the way to Christmas Eve. Yep, you'll have four different weeks to enter. Exactly. We're going to ask a question on an entry form that's located at RepcoLite.com. So you just got to go to the website, click the banner on the homepage, you'll find an entry form with all the rules and explanation of everything, but you'll see largely a question for that particular week. All the different weeks will be labeled, and you just need to answer that question correctly, and each correct answer is going to get you entered into the contest. On December 26, we'll draw a random winner from all of the right answers that we've received, and that person will get all the prizes that we talked about. The, the big prize, and then they can give and give. So, go to RepcoLite.com or RepcoLite's Facebook page. It will direct you to the entry form. Answer the question for each given week. Now, this week, and every week moving forward, we're going to help you with audio clues. Exactly, because some of the questions are tough. So every week, we're going to play a clue right here on the Replicate Home Improvement Show. We'll do that for this week in just a minute. All right, we're going to do it right now. Right now. The question is, what is Dan's favorite movie from his childhood? And here's the audio clue to help you. Quiet, quiet, everybody quiet. Quiet. I've got some bad news, folks. Christmas is going to be canceled. There's nothing I can do this weather. Okay, so there you go. I've got one more quick one. That should do it. That should tell you exactly what Dan's favorite, my favorite Christmas movie growing up. You just go to RepcoLite.com, find that entry form on the homepage, or the banner there, click it, it'll bring you there. Answer the question for December 2, Dan's favorite movie. Hopefully you know what it is. There's more clues there if you forget what you listen to. Otherwise, sign up for the podcast and you'll never miss another episode. All right, that's all the time we've got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to catch it again, you can find this online at RepcoLite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The RepcoLite stores are all open Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday we take a break, but then Monday we're right back at it. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.